The first thing I want to say to you is congratulations on becoming the next director of the School of Journalism. Any Anything you want to share about that? Thank you, Bob, the current director of the E.W. Scripps School of Journalism. Right now, I'm still processing it. Um, this time last month, it wasn't on my radar. And so right now, while I'm thrilled at the idea and excited that my colleagues had so much faith in me to recommend me, my first item on the agenda is to get my course ready for online delivery. Well, let's talk about that. Uh, obviously, the school and the university and, in fact, the world is facing something that um, is not familiar at all to, to us. And in your role as associate director of the School of Journalism and as a faculty member, what are the, what are the things that you see as the most daunting um, challenges? For me, the most daunting challenge is the technology because there's so much of it. You know, before then, our mode of communication, at least with my class, has been Blackboard. That's been the university's, I guess, online delivery system to communicate with classes. And my current class has 91 students, and it's the communication law class. And so just figuring out which technology is going to work, I've never created, well, I've never taught an online class in a very, very long time, so things are different, and just just the logistics of converting what was an in-person lecture class for 90 students to an online instruction for 90 students has been a little overwhelming, but I'm getting there. I'm primarily using Blackboard, but I do know other faculty are using other types of platforms. So I think what might be one of my goals is to keep it as low-tech as possible and less confusing as possible so my students won't have to learn four or five different communication platforms. Now, one of the things that we're, we have coming up here shortly is advising, and I wonder if you have any thoughts about you know, some of the challenges that we face in advising through this platform, through these platforms. In the School of Journalism, we pride ourselves on you know, advising our students, advising our majors, and we've always done it in person. Um, faculty have navigated toward using technology in terms of scheduling. A lot of faculty schedule the advising appointments using an electronic calendar system, but still, students still came in in person for the advising session. Since advising week has been delayed to start Monday the 30th, of March, we still have a little time to prepare. Some of our faculty are very comfortable using virtual meetings and they are doing their scheduling as they always do via electronic cal- uh, calendar software. I know some have scheduled um, where they can do meetings virtually with OU's preferred um, platform, Microsoft Teams. Others are using Zoom. I'm not, <laughs> but others are. Some are have contacted, I know I've contacted and several other of my colleagues have contacted their advisees through email and will be doing email advising. I, even though the official advising week doesn't start until the 30th, I've already communicated with my advisees and I sent them a little form to complete and the form basically gets to, encourages them to actually look at the DARS their own DARS themselves, learn how to interpret their DARS themselves. They'll send me um, 
a copy, a list of courses they plan to take either this summer, definitely this fall, and even the spring if they want to. And then I'll take what they send me and I compare their DARS to make sure the courses that they send actually meet the graduation requirements, don't duplicate a graduation requirement or they're not missing anything to stay on track. So that's my plan. It'll be done with a combination of, of emails and, if necessary, good old-fashioned telephone. I've also offered the ability, um, if they, I've even offered to create, I can create individual Teams meetings. Using this team software, I can create individual meetings with individual students if they request it. Now, you're one of the faculty members with a pretty heavy advising um, load, so I would imagine that's going to be uh, occupy quite a bit of your of your time, plus all the the new teaching. And I, I just wonder how how overwhelming does all of this feel to you? For me, not as overwhelming as it felt yesterday. Um, I'm a little better with it. I I think it's complete attitude adjustment. This is what's happening. This is what we have to do. And rather than use my energy worrying about it or complaining about it, I'm exerting my energy on making sure it gets done. I have 88 advisees, so doing 88 emails um, is a daunting experience, but especially having to do it remotely and not being able to see, you know, facial expressions to know whether or not the student really understands what I'm expecting what I'm explaining to them or not. Um, that's why I'm starting now. Um, I The thought of trying to do all this in one week during the week of March 30th, that was really um, overwhelming for me. But now that I, I know that I can do it and I still have some time to get through it, allowing myself more time gives me a little more control. What do you say to students who are feeling, you know, a, a lot of anxiety and a lot of concern about getting graduated, especially especially the seniors? I mean, what are some of the words you might have for them? Well, I send a separate email to the graduating seniors <clears throat> for the ones who are planning on finishing in May. It was mainly uh, congratulatory, reassuring them that pending successful completion of their current term they will admit all requirements for graduation apologizing you know expressing i know how disappointed they are that commencement has been postponed but i'm looking forward to seeing them when commencement is rescheduled so i can congratulate them in person basically uh reassuring all of the students particularly in my law class and my advisees i think i end every email with we've got this you know we can do this all of this is new to all of us but that the faculty is no, the faculty. We're very committed to making sure that they still stay on track toward graduation. Just reassuring them that despite the the changes that we're going through right now, and the what I hope will be the temporary uh, remote only way that we're doing business, that we're still committed to meeting our educational mission. Is there anything uh, you would like to to say to students' parents, maybe? Oh, we got this. Take a deep breath. Um, we're working on it. Everything is new, but it but it will get done. We're doing everything we can to make sure the students have the resources they need, not only in the School of Journalism, but 
campus-wide to make sure they have the technology, the resources, the content delivery that they need so they can successfully complete their courses. Um, just, just like it was this time last month when we weren't even thinking about a possible quarantine like this. Well, I know there will be plenty of time in the, in the days and weeks ahead to, to hear about some of your thoughts about becoming director, but uh, I, it sounds like you're, you're just like all of us right now, and that is focused on the moment and trying to get through it. So. Yeah, I have to focus on the moment. I mean, I am grateful. I mean, I'm amazed at the positive feedback I've received on all these social media platforms. I mean, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn. Uh, emails, Facebook. I know when you tweeted a few days ago, beating you know the official announcement that the faculty had recommended that I become the next director. I thought my cell phone was going to vibrate right off the table. All the people were responding, and I feel very, very blessed and encouraged at all the support I'm getting right now. But this week, I can only focus on spring semester and helping my advisees and my students get through my communication law class. And maybe next week or so, there'll be some breathing room for me to think about what I'm going to be doing effective June 1st. Well, thank you for taking some time this, uh, this afternoon to share your thoughts. Uh, I'm going to be sending this out here shortly to our students and faculty and friends of the school, and I I know they will be very happy to hear your voice. Well, that's one thing I have learned these last two weeks. I have learned, even though we're officially on spring break for one week and then an extended spring break, how much I really love teaching and how much I really miss being in the classroom, looking at students and talking to students rather than just exchanging emails. I really, really miss that. And I look forward to having, you know, this crisis pass and we can get back to, you know, in-person instruction. Well, I have a hunch your students miss you just as much as you miss them. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so, because I really do. Yeah, but I'm doing the best I can. All right. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Gashel, soon to be Director Dr. D. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Stewart, and you have a happy Sunday. (laughs) All right. Talk to you later. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. And that, folks, is our first podcast from the School of Journalism from the director, Bob Stewart, the director for just a few more weeks. We will try to bring you a new podcast every day featuring some alumnus who or alumna who's covering the the virus or, or having to adapt to the situation, colleagues and current students. We'll try to have as many of those stories included on this daily podcast. All right, we will talk to you later.